All right, we've got a new episode coming at you right now. This one's with Pastor Ben Reichel. If you don't know Pastor Ben, he is an avid CrossFitter. He spent some time as a missionary down in Texas and is now one of the religion teachers at Kettle Moraine Lutheran High School. He's a football coach up there as well. He's a new father. His kid's about a year old, and he's a young husband, and He's got some really cool stuff to say. Mostly today we're going to talk about working out, hitting the gym, um, being healthy in general, and why we do that. Some of our athletic background a little bit as well. So grab a creatine shakers, maybe some protein powder, and, and enjoy this podcast about working out with Pastor Ben Reichel. Hello and welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers, brothers in Christ, working hard to become the men that God has called us to be. I am your host, Charlie Ungemach. I'm a teacher, a coach, music director, and a man of God, myself working toward the goal of, like David, being a man after God's own heart. We're happy you could join us. Now it's time to roll up our sleeves, to gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. All right, we are here with Pastor Reichel, PBR, 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 like the beer, like the bull riding. That's it, all rolled into one. So you, sir, are probably the closest... I've ever seen to being like a ripped pastor. Are you like <laughs> Pastor Muscles? Do you have any good nicknames in that regard? Uh, well, it's funny you mentioned that one because uh, Clark Schultz from Lakeside <laughs> calls me just Muscles. Muscles? Yeah. Uh, met him at a soccer camp up in Canada over my <laughs> vicar year, okay. and that was my nickname the whole week was just Muscles. Muscles. Yep. Yep. All right. I've been trying to get uh, my pastor, Pastor Coleman, to go okay. lift with me. I'm telling him you can be Pastor Swoman if hey, you want to be. there you go. Yeah. So uh, you, you're into CrossFit, right? Yeah. Yep. So why CrossFit? Well, that, that's actually a pretty good story, too. Um, when I started like weightlifting, was back in high school for football sports. Yeah. Um, had never really done anything before that and went all through college and SEM um, working out, but I did the same routine, um, did my same football program, got stronger, bigger. Uh, but then when I got into ministry... I didn't need to really do that anymore. Yeah, um, I'm there right now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need to weigh 260 pounds anymore. Yeah, I know. I think I was, like for me, I was up to 215, 216 yeah. and just beefy. I, I couldn't run hardly at all without, you know, wheezing. Um, so I started to realize maybe I got to switch it up. And so there was, there was one day I was, I was in my office of the mission church where I was at and all of a sudden, I see people running through a parking lot. And I was like, oh, it's like a running club. That's kind of cool. And I see them come back again. But this time, they've got, they've got barbells and kettlebells and sandbags. And I'm like, what in the world is going on with these people? And sure enough, like half an hour later, they come back around doing the same thing. So I non-creepily, at least in my opinion, <laughs> followed them around the parking lot and then found the, the CrossFit Fullshire gym there in Fullshire, just across the parking lot from our, our like mission right church. Right by the church. Right by the church. Um, so I went in, met, met a couple of the coaches, and they said, yeah, stop on by. Um, and so I tried it out, fell in love with it, um, and I've been doing it for the past probably three years now, I think. Yeah. Um, and the thing I like about it is that it's, it's all functional stuff. 
it all translates into everything we do on a daily basis. Um, it's not just about, you know, PRing and getting huge and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you can, if you want, right. Yeah. But, but it's all the functional stuff. It got me into Olympic lifting, like snatching and cleaning jerks and all that stuff that I never really did in high school or college. Yeah. So then gymnastics is a whole nother thing too. So <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. So did you get like, did you get any reactions right away of like, you're a pastor? It, I did. It was hilarious. Um, <laughs> Like I, that wasn't my first like introduction either. Right, I just yeah. introduced myself as Ben and, you know, got to know the people. Um, and probably the best reaction was from a lady who actually ended up becoming a member of my church later on. <laughs> um, but she had the best reaction when she heard I was a pastor, her jaw dropped and she's like, you heard me swear like 40 <laughs> times and you didn't tell me you were a pastor. I'm like, Hey, nope, it's, it's all right. It's all good. <laughs> we're all people. <laughs> we're, we're all, all people. sinners. Yep. yep. Yeah. But that was that was good, and yeah. Then then whenever anybody would come in, and like the coaches would would introduce me as Pastor Ben or Pastor Reichel, <laughs> they would freak out. Yeah. So it was cool. Cool. It was fun. Yeah. Well, it's always it's always interesting to be kind of launched into a world where, like, a totally secular world, and yeah. just like watch people react. And some people are like super cold about it, and other people are just like automatic respect, and other people are just so weird about yep. all of it. And like I don't get it quite as bad because I'm not a pastor. But even then, like if I like drop in at a gym or something like that, or there's a place up here called Animal House, is one of the few places where you can really like power lift and like drop in when Mm -hmm. the places are closed. And like I'll I'll wear like a T-shirt that says like Jesus saves or something like that, and people walk up to me like, like what's the deal with your shirt? Like it's what I believe. Like what's the I don't understand what the disconnect is. Like why can't I be doing this? Yep. And love my savior at the same time. But yep. Yeah. So, uh, why, like, so obviously you enjoy working out mm-hmm. and uh, lifting weights a lot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Like you wouldn't be you wouldn't be doing it if if you didn't care about yeah. it. So what's right. the why, what's the appeal? What's the draw? So one one of the things uh, that really keeps me going um, is actually what I don't want to be. <laughs> um, it's kind of weird, but you know, I, I see, especially a lot of pastors, especially here in Wells. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they dedicate their lives to the ministry and that's fantastic. They're, they're working for God. Um, but then what they do is they let their health just tank. Yeah. Um, you know, they're eating fast food if they're eating at all, you know, they're not getting good rest. They're not sleeping well. And then just like the stress keeps building and building and building and either they have, uh, some kind of mental breakdown, spiritual breakdown, you know, any kind of breakdown. There are even some of them who have heart attacks when they're 45, yeah. 50 years right, old. Yeah. Um, and I don't want that to happen. Like I'm, I'm in this for the long haul. I want to be working, you know, doing ministry as long as I can without being that really old guy who can't <laughs> stop. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't want health to be something that holds me back, uh, especially in ministry. If I'm, if I'm going to do ministry, I want to do it well. And I need a body that can allow me to keep doing it uh, for as long as possible. Yeah. I don't want health to be an issue. Um, so that's one of the things. Um, and I know my grandma just had um, a couple of stints put into her heart. She's had some complications there. Um, and so I see that, you know, yeah. 60s, 70s, 80s, and I don't want that to be me. Um, I'm trying to do everything I can right now to get into a good lifestyle where I can continue to be active um, healthy, well into however long God wants me here. Yeah. Um, and especially with, with this line of work, the, the amount of stress that can build up, 
Um, so the, the one side of it is just like the healthy lifestyle, but then this is also a great personal stress reliever. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I found that out really early, um, especially in high school and college. Um, if there was something going on in life, personal, um, whatever, I could always go to the gym and just move weight and like, in a sense, kind of physically punish myself, but in a healthy way. Um, and so if you can find that type of outlet, um, for anything that's going on in your life, that's what you need to find. And it just happened to be that working out was, was that for me? Um, it, it, it let me work out all that stress, but then it also gave me time to think like clearly without all the other stuff going on, without having to work, worry about homework or girls or whatever's happening at home or what have you. It was just me in the weight room. Sometimes my buddies would work out with me too. Um, but only a few of them cause apparently I was pretty intimidating. <laughs> um, been people, there too. <laughs> people have told me that a few times. They're like, I didn't want to be near you when you were working out. Okay. Um, but that, th- those are probably the two biggest ones. Um, definitely want to be able to, to enjoy life later on and uh, just need that stress relief. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's, um, it's funny that you say that because my, one of my buddies at, at MLC got to play ball with. Uh, is Nick Cresson, who was also one of the oh, interviews yeah. on here. Yep. Uh, he's one of the actually. He'll be on even before this one is on. Okay. And uh, it was the same story with us. Like people would like every once in a while we'd get somebody and we'd convince somebody to work out with us, and it would yep. be like a week, and then they'd disappear. Yep. And they're like they would like avoid us in the gym and stuff like that. It's like what's going on? It's like we just can't keep up. We can't keep <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> well, you don't want it enough. Though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but uh, that then the, for me also is the discipline of it. Yep. Like I, I'm constantly frustrated with myself that I'm not disciplined enough. And, and compared to a lot of 25 year olds, I am pretty yeah. disciplined, yep. um, but it's never enough. And right. I always try to be more disciplined. And so just like even eating to fuel the workout and all that kind of stuff, right. like it's, it just takes so much discipline to do it right. Yep. Um, and then like you said, with the health too, like i I hurt my back playing football. And if I, like, if I stop. Like I just start to hurt, yep. you know, and just keeping everything square and keeping everything aligned. And, uh, it's not like I'm crippled or anything, but right. like the only way to maintain that like health is to continually use it. Right. And, uh, I don't want to be one of those guys that was like, used to be strong, you know, <laughs> right. oh, that guy used to be quite an athlete. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, I want to, yeah. I want to maintain that for as long as possible. And it's yep. just so freaking fun. It is. Like it just is. like you, you, if you deadlift 500 pounds and you just like look around and go, there's nothing I can't like, there's <laughs> right. just nothing I can't do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, I ran across an interview with a guy that said uh, I was Mark Ripito. Who's the guy that started oh, starting yeah. strength. Yep. He's yep. got a podcast too, which is like just total nerd. Like it, yeah, it's the nerdiest weightlifting. Po- like there's no humor. <laughs> it's all just like the science behind weightlifting. Sure. But it's a great one to listen to. But he uh, he he said you're not a man until you deadlift double body weight. There you go. So then I, like I, it. I think it's absolute like of course like that makes sense. Yep. It's just a functional thing. Yeah. You know like uh, when just and it also is scaled too. So if you weigh 165 pounds, you're not going to deadlift 500 pounds. Right. But you can deadlift double body weight. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Do you take any like uh, pre workout or any supplements or anything? Um. I, I do take, um, it, it, there's, there's one that I found, 
uh, that works really well for me and, and like my workout style now. Um, I used to take, I'm trying to think, like C4. Um, I used to <laughs> what take What was the like, one that fizzed? Was that C4? No, C4 is the, there was one that fizzed. There was. It was like an NOS or something like that. Um, um, and it like, it tastes like orange soda and it fizzed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what it was, but it's I'm pretty probably sure probably terrible that. for you. Yeah, it's probably yeah, well, causes cancer yeah, or something. Yeah, probably something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I used to take like those those high stimulant ones yeah. to like just get jacked up. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I realized, I don't know if it's old age or what. I, I try to think I'm not that old yet. <laughs> um, but like I, I think part of it has to do with like the healthy eating too. Like right. when I was in high school and college, you could eat whatever you want and you'd be fine. Yes. Um, but now I've, I've adjusted my diet a little bit. And that, I think that's, you know, switched mm-hmm. on the sensitivity a little bit, but I found one that's, that's stimulant free, um, that actually does kind of the same thing. Okay. Um, and I've, I've started to kind of go more with, uh, individual supplements rather than kind of like the whole package. Right. Deal. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I still take creatine, um, I've, I've started taking some beta alanine, um, and then, um, some amino acids, um, mm-hmm. and then the, the non-stimulant pre-workout from, it's called FNX. It's, FNX. it's a, it's a newer supplement company. Okay. Um, and it's started by, uh, Adrian Conway is his name. And then, um, another guy, but Adrian w- won the CrossFit games last year with a team. Okay, um, the Wasatch yeah. Brutes. Um, so he's he's done competing now, but he's focusing on this. Um, and so they've got great supplements, and I started with them, and um, they've been awesome so far. And then just like the individual stuff kind of tailor-made um, that I find work for me. I yeah. think the more you're into weightlifting and the more you kind of experiment and figure out what works mm-hmm. for what your goals are, you, you can kind of pick and choose a little more. Yeah. I, uh, I, I like to sleep at night, and I, have yeah. to, I, I, I just... I can't get up at four o'clock in the morning and go work out. Yep. And uh, right now I work out for free, so I don't have to pay for a gym membership. I'm not gonna not gonna pass that up yeah. unless I unless I have to. So yep. I got to work out after school, and I, there are some days where I just can't pull myself. So then I'll take either a big cup of coffee. Yep. Or uh, I'll take a pre workout with some caffeine in and, and get all revved up. But yep. like you said, I'll creatine in small doses twice a day. Yep. Um, and I never used to measure it out, and I never understood why. I couldn't digest my food. We'll mm-hmm. leave it as that at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I was always confused. Like what's going on. And then I was like eating more fiber. It's like, no, you just need to measure your creatine yeah. a little yeah. bit better. <laughs> yep. Exactly. But uh, yeah. Well, and that's one of those things where like you hear all kinds of woo woo stuff about it, but it's just so good for you. It is. Yeah. It and is. even like, you'll hear some people talk about like it causes baldness or whatever. No, testosterone no. Yeah. is going to eventually cause baldness and, you want about as much testosterone as you can get in your yep. system. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we just don't eat red meat. Like if we ate red meat all the time, then we wouldn't need a creatine supplement. But yep. if you're eating fish and chicken, right. like, I mean, you need creatine in your system. Yep. You just need it. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. What about protein? Do you take protein? Uh, I do. Yeah. Um, that was, that's probably been my staple, um, for a long time. Um, is, is taking the, the whey protein after a workout. Um, cause that just, that just keeps everything going, you mm-hmm. know, whatever you, you break down and build up in the gym. Um, if you get that protein in your system quicker, um, that's great. Um, I, I have gotten away from too many protein right. shakes. Uh, like you said, focusing more on like the lean meat, the chicken, the fish, mm-hmm. getting those natural sources of protein throughout the day. 
Yeah. Um, but then usually immediately afterwards, I'll have a scoop of protein. Um, cause by the end of a workout, I'm starving, but I can't like eat a big <laughs> right. meal either. Yeah. So uh, that, that, that holds me over for at least like an hour until I can get a good meal in. Yeah. Um, and then just within the last probably year or so, um, I, I've started to take, uh, casein protein, okay. uh, at night mixed right. with a little bit of almond milk, like you make it yeah. into a pudding. And that's like a slow digesting protein yeah. that stays in your, like it gets into your system a little bit slow. Right. Right. So that's perfect to take at nighttime while you're sleeping. Um, and if you mix it with almond milk, put it in the freezer for like 10, 15 minutes Ooh. It's, instead of ice cream at yeah. night, that's, that's a good replacement. Yeah. The, yeah. the thing I, the, that the other one I do is when I do that protein shake at night, I'll put, uh, you can get like the cocoa nibs at oh, like yeah. health food stores and yep. throw those in there too. Yep. And then get like a flavor of protein that I really like. And it's a good there sweet go. way to end the day. There yeah. you go. And if it's one, like even if you get protein that tastes bad, you can just throw like a little bit of natural honey in yeah, there or something like bit. that. And oh, so yep. good. Yep. Makes a yeah. huge difference. Oh man. So what does your diet look like? You said you changed that up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so when, when we first got married, my wife and I, um, we moved down to Texas. Everything was brand new, you know, getting used to everything. Um, and we started to notice that, you know, things just weren't quite right. Yeah. Um, so we actually went through the whole 30. We did whole 30 two and a half times. Um, and after the first time I started to notice that you know, my body reacted differently to sugar and dairy and like all, you know, a few mm-hmm. other things yeah. that I never knew before. So and then after that, um, we started to cut out more dairy. Um, I could still have some, but my wife's, um, sensitive to, to dairy. Right. So she could avoid it a yeah. little easier. Um, but growing up in the Midwest in yeah. Wisconsin too, yeah. I mean, dairy it's hard to say no to cheese it, it's real hard. <laughs> um, and so like, that's what I grew up on, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, after that we, we focused more on like the chicken and the fish and the natural, um, foods rather than processed. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing the difference that makes. And, um, we started paying attention to the sugar content and everything. Uh, so we avoided sugar, avoided dairy, mm-hmm. and it's made a huge difference. Um, eating a lot of sweet potatoes, avocados, chicken, fish, in yeah. any type of form. Um, and so that's what we try to do. I try to eat as many greens as possible. Yeah, I've never been a salad guy, <laughs> and I re- like I need to put a ton of stuff on my salad to make yeah. it worthwhile. Yep. Um, but like vegetables. Um, all that good stuff. The the more natural you can get. Doesn't have to be organic. Doesn't have to be grass fed. This that and the other thing. Um, but the more natural ingredients you have, the better. And it's getting to the point where it's not that hard to get like organic stuff. Either. Right. Like, it's a little more expensive. Yeah. But it's totally worth your while, and it tastes so much better. Too. It does. Yeah. yeah you it can really definitely does. taste the difference. Like you, if you go buy like the ten pound savings bag at you know the Walmart market. Yep. Like there's just no flavor at all. Yeah. Like you, then you, you can feel it. Then like, well, during your workout, like you just there's nothing there. Yeah. But then you go like you get natural organic food and it mm-hmm. oh, makes a huge difference. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it is really good. So that's that's what we've been focusing on for the last probably two three years, and I I can tell a huge difference. And it I don't think I'll ever go back to what I was yeah. eating. What about uh? Well, first of all, with the with the vegetables <laughs> for this christmas my mom gave me a nutribullet and oh, yeah. right away yeah. i was like oh thanks mom you know but like it, it took me like two days and i loved it oh yeah because i'm like you yeah, I, I hate salad mm-hmm. and uh like i will eat a salad if like 
if I have to eat fast food or something like that, I'll order a salad. Yep. Uh, especially if it's pre-made like that, then mm-hmm. it, you, I can stomach it. But if I get to make my own salad, no way. Like, yeah. It, it ain't going to yeah. happen. We, we, we've started to get happen. the pre-made ones or like the mixes at the grocery yeah. store that have all the ingredients in it. You yep. just throw them together. That's fine. I can yep. handle that. Throw that in my lunchbox and we're good. But yeah. yeah, if I have to like sit there and think about what am I going to put on my salad? <laughs> no, not going to happen. Yeah. And the thing I like about the Nutribullet is like I literally just look at like what do what nutrients do I need? Yeah. And just throw it all in Nutribullet. And sometimes it doesn't taste great, but it tastes like 10 seconds to chug the thing yep. and then you just move on with your yep. day. Exactly. And I feel so much better. Yeah. I feel so much better. Yep. And uh, so this is a, this is a little on the, on the gross side, but so uh, I've heard more than once that healthy people track their poop. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. <laughs> when you start eating like the good fresh vegetables, Yep. it's like all of a sudden life just gets better. It does. <laughs> it really does. Better. It does. Yep. And then, like you take the step up too, and don't buy the the Walmart brand protein shakes anymore. You go out and you actually buy yep. like a hundred percent whey. Yep. And then, oh, yep. life just gets a little bit it, better. It does. <laughs> it makes a it makes such a difference. And you don't think it does, or you don't think it will until you go out and yep. try it. It's yeah. it's and, totally. And you got to be disciplined enough to see it through. Exactly. Like you, it's not going to make a difference in two days. Nope. But give it a month or two, yep. and you're going to start to notice it yep. real fast. And that's that's what I appreciate about you saying about the discipline part of just working out. Yeah. Um, because people just thrive on motivation, mm-hmm. but motivation dies so fast. If you don't have the motivation, but you have the discipline, like this is what yep. I do, and this is when I do it, you're gonna pay you know huge dividends in the end. If if you're focusing on that discipline, both eating, working out, um, any really area of your life, because um, motivation is going to wear out so fast, yeah. and then you got to rely on your discipline to get you through. And if it's those tiny little changes that you make, yeah, absolutely stick with them. Stick with them. Hold yourself accountable. Have somebody there to hold you accountable, and that's that's yeah. going to be huge. I'm a fan of mantras. Mm-hmm. I, 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 the, the one, like the little catchphrases, they help me with, with all kinds of stuff. But the one that I've heard on that regard is, is, um, motivation gets you started, but discipline makes it stick. There you go. Like you, you can start anything if you're motivated enough. Yep. But discipline is what's going to make it stick. What's yep. going to make it count. Yep. Yeah. So when your when your son starts growing up, are you going to make him, I shouldn't say make him like what will he eat like sugar and all that kind of stuff or No. No, no, we're we're already trying to get him used to fruits and vegetables yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's it's so weird how even just an eleventh eleven month old can change your perspective on life. Yeah. Um, but looking looking back at not really the mistakes, but the things I would have done differently. Yes. In high school, yes. college, like we want we want our children to grow up with this kind of a mindset early on so that they do have this discipline. So Mm -hmm. when it comes to lunches in grade school or, you know, going out to eat with their friends in high school or Mm -hmm. when they're on their own in in college, they're going to have this foundation that will give them a lifetime of health and wellness rather than like diabetes when they're 35 years old. (laughs) So um, we're going to do our our best to to keep this going. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I don't eat perfectly, right? Uh, you know, not yeah. even close. Um, but it's getting that mindset of these are the good things to eat, and we're gonna try and mm-hmm. avoid these at all possible. Um, we're gonna we're gonna try and keep that going with with yeah. all of our kids. 
Well, there's a difference between just like healthy habits and then having like a banned substance too, you know? Well, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So uh, when you're, so you do a lot of like, obviously the high intensity stuff when you're mm-hmm. doing the CrossFit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what, why do you like that high intensity so much? I, cause so like when I, I personally, I will do like, I'll do explosive lifts and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and I'll get mm-hmm. my heart rate up, yep. but I don't usually do like an AMRAP or a, Oh man, let's stuff for time. I won't do yeah. that. And yep. I, part of it is that I work out alone most of the time. I don't have a buddy. Sure. And that's, it's tough it's, to do it's that. It's a on lot your own. different. Like yeah, when you're is. competing against somebody. Oh man. So yep. let's go. Yep. But yeah, if you're all by yourself, it's hard to do. Yeah. So, but, uh, the high intensity side of it, you want to just talk to that a little bit? Yeah. So it, it really depends on the kind of workout you're doing. Um, there, there's always different kinds of intensity. Um, it could be, I've done workouts that are like four or five minutes long, but you are just going, you know, to the wall yeah. for those four or five minutes. And by the time you're done, like every part of your body is screaming, <laughs> right. but you feel so good. Like you're yeah. laying on the ground, you're done. Um, and, and you know that you did the best that you could yep. and it feels fantastic. Yeah. You may not absolutely. be able to walk for another two, three minutes, but you're good. Um, the other ones are like the 20 to 25 minute, just grind it out, get to that dark place and stay there. Yeah. Um, those are probably the workouts that I get the most benefit out of. Um, cause with, with my, uh, sports background, I've always been kind of the sprinter type. Okay. That's what I did in track. Um, you know, basketball's kind of slower, <laughs> but you're kind of you right, know, yeah. going pretty quick. Yeah. And then football's, you know, like six to eight seconds and yep. then you're done. Yeah. You know, so when, when we get to those longer ones, 20, 25, even th- some 30-minute ones, like I have to start to pace myself, and that's where mm-hmm. the discipline comes in. Right. Like I could go hard for the first five minutes <laughs> and then be completely yeah. spent for the next 25. Yep. Um, and miserable. Right. And so what that does is that, that teaches me to almost uh, listen to my body a little bit more and be like, okay, I could go faster, but I can't because I know in 10 minutes I'm going to be paying the price. Right. Um, and so what that does is that just builds up the endurance, like the cardio, the, the aerobic capacity side of it. Yeah. Um, and so that, that almost brings me back to the, to the sports days, yeah. you know, like, okay, we're in this for the four quarters or whatever, you know, <laughs> yep. um, playing, playing kind of the, the long game rather than just right. the sprints. Um, but those are also the ones where like you get to find out so much more about yourself. Yeah. I was going to ask, but, what does your self-talk sound like? <laughs> You'll dip, find out real quick. Yeah, you're going to find out real quick <laughs> what that self-talk is. Um, yeah, the, the first, the first half is pacing yourself. And then you get to that point where you don't think you can go anymore. Like you right. are just spent and you yeah. realize you got five, six minutes to go and you just dig as deep as you possibly can and spend everything that you've yeah. got left. Um, and it's such a great metaphor for really anything that you do in life. Yeah. Um, cause there's always going to be that point where you want to quit. Yep. And if, if you're by yourself, the temptation's a lot greater to it quit is. because like, well, nobody's here. Nobody's going right. to know. Nobody will know. Yeah. But then, you know, like the class atmosphere, you're working out with even just another buddy. You're like, I gotta, I gotta keep going. Right. I gotta keep going. I gotta right. go for him or her. I've got to go for myself. I got to go for the team. Mm-hmm. I can't let anybody down. Um, and that's where, that's where you start getting to know yourself really well. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So do you do, uh, you do a lot of coaching, right? Yeah. And yep. at the high school level. So what do you, what do they do CrossFit 
as like training for their sports? They, they do CrossFit light. Okay. I'll put it that way. Um, mostly because we don't have the, the space and the equipment to really do a full CrossFit style okay, workout. Yeah. Um, but the, the programming that I use is very similar. Um, so we'll have those days when we're going like this past week we had, we went for the one rep max on uh, squat and bench. Uh, but then we had like a 10 to 15 minute Metcon at the end right, to kind yeah. of get that conditioning piece in mm-hmm. there too. Um, and I've been super impressed with the way the guys have responded to it. Like the first cool. couple months after football was over, they weren't quite sure. This is something <laughs> brand new. You right. know, here's this new guy coming in. You know, everybody's scared of the the word CrossFit whenever you bring it up. Well, yeah. Well, and I, I think that CrossFit works for itself and against itself yeah, at yeah. the same time with the yep. branding of like the hardest thing you'll do. Right. Like, well, I mean, well, <laughs> like, yeah. Let's yeah. Gotta keep it in perspective right. a yeah. little bit. Um, but yeah, the the guys uh, have been able to push themselves. I think more than they ever thought they would. And, you know, we don't have, especially on the football team, we don't have the numbers that we saw five, six years ago. Right. So that means these guys have to work harder. And we saw it this past season. Um, guys would just be dead in the middle of the third quarter. Right. So we got to go all the way for another quarter and a half yet. Um, so what, what this does is this gets them used to moving weight around in various forms mm-hmm. for a longer period of time, right. which is exactly what we need to work on. Um, for this upcoming season so and and that's kind of the mentality that i've been trying to instill in them through these types of workouts is okay you got 20 minutes don't come out you know guns a blazing (laughs) in the first five because you're gonna be you know you're gonna be dead Mm -hmm. so you know pace yourself but when we get to this minute mark you gotta go you gotta leave it all out there and so that's that's what i do on those longer ones is i bring that mentality in okay this is the fourth quarter now you gotta go don't let your teammates down don't don't let yourself down keep pushing keep grinding keep putting in the work um that's kind of been our our mantra this whole year is hard work pays off like put in the hard work now we're gonna see the benefits later cool uh do you do like the the complex Olympic lifts and everything. Do you do like a full clean and jerk from the floor and everything? We, we've done the full clean and jerks. I've introduced snatches, okay. um, but that takes way too much yeah. time to coach and it's really tough. focus on right techniques too. to yeah. do it right. And, and if I don't feel like we're, we've got the time to dedicate to it, I'll just kind of mm. skip that. Right. Um, but we've done, we've done the clean and jerks. Uh, we've done full squat cleans. Um, we, then we do the staples, the back squat, front squat, um, deadlift, power cleans, all the variations of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we cool. try to throw all those in there whenever we can. Very cool. Yeah. And even just the mental toughness, like we were talking about before to stay in the fight all yep. the way to the end, Yep. because at some point you're going to get where you like, you just beyond, you know, where your brain shuts off and says, you know, I can't yep. do this anymore. It doesn't matter how hard you train. You're going to get to that point eventually. Yep. Can I push through it and keep yep. going? Exactly. Awesome. Cool. So, um, what does this look like in the future then? Like as you turn it, grow into an old man, do you have any like big time goals here or anything <laughs> or anything you're still pushing for? Yeah. Besides, um, obviously, to, like you said earlier, to be healthy for your yeah, life. Yeah. So like, so I'll, I'll I'll explain my question a little bit. So my personal goal is to be able to bench 300 pounds, squat 400 pounds, and deadlift 500 pounds for as long as I possibly can. There you go. So I want to be like 60 years old, still doing it. Yeah. Uh, so like that's that's kind of where then that shapes my training then because that's my goal going forward. Yep. So what about what does that look like for you? That's actually a pretty good goal. I might steal that one. <laughs> um, 
so I'll, I'll explain my answer in, in terms of a guy that I met down in Texas. Um, the, the CrossFit gym in Texas allowed me to meet so many cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great outreach tool. We can talk about that another time. Um, <laughs> but the, the, the people that I met were fantastic. And there was one guy in particular. He, let's see, how old is he this year? He must be 57. I got to compete, like do a partner comp competition yeah. with him and we were going like toe to toe the whole time. <laughs> like he is one of the fittest 57 year olds, honestly, in the world. Like the, the CrossFit Open just finished. Yeah. He was in the top 200 in the world. So he qualified for the Not region. in the seniors or in no, for the seniors. No, no. Like, well, so they have different age groups. Yeah. And so he qualified in the 50... What, 54 to, I think, 59. Okay, yeah. um, but keep in mind, there were like 700,000 right, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and and this is this is the second year he's done it in a row. He did wow. it last year too, and I got to watch him do it. Um, so he ended up being, I think, he was he ended up somewhere like around the top 50 in the world for his age group. Um, and that just blows me away. I, I don't know if I'll get to that point, but that's what my goal is. Yeah. I, I want His name is Paul. And if I can be as fit as Paul when I'm 57, I will be ecstatic. And like I was, uh, I was one of the coaches down at the gym. Eventually, I, after a right, full year, yeah. they, they finally convinced me to get it. And uh, I got to help him, like coach him up and, and see just <laughs> what he was capable of doing. Yeah. Uh, and so that's, that's kind of my long-term goal is to be able to kind of do what I'm doing now at a high level, whatever that looks like when I'm 57, 60, yeah. you know, 65. Did you do the open this year? I did not. You didn't? No, yeah. it was a tough year. Um, and it was a tough decision to make, but yeah, you got a lot going on. <laughs> a lot going on this year. And that was, unfortunately, one of the things I had to kind of be pushed aside for this year. I'm coming back next year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this year I had to take off. So watch out for a, for a Ben Reichel comeback in 2019. That's right. That's right. 2019. Awesome. Cool. Thanks for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, you can find more episodes like this on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, the podcast app, and Pippa. If you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at Time to Gird Up. You can find us on Facebook at The Gird Up Podcast. Or if you want to email me, you can email me at CoachUngemach, that's U-N-G-E-M-A-C-H, at gmail.com. Please leave a five-star rating and review on this podcast on iTunes. The more four and five star ratings we receive, the more people we will reach on iTunes because iTunes will boost us more. Thank you to Seth Palmeyer for our podcast art. And thank you to you, the listener, because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So with that, I encourage you to go out, man up, gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. Have a good one.